Hello, this is John Cleese, and you're listening to the Podcast Network. Willard? It's Catherine. I've been calling you all day. Did you hear? Martin's dead. They called from the office. The details are weird. All kinds of rumors that he was murdered or attacked by animals. I'm hungry. Could we get something to eat? Right now? Let me get my coat. Hobo Radio. The official podcast of HoboTrashCan.com. Brought to you by the Podcast Network. You can share your thoughts on the show anytime by emailing Joel at Murphy's Law at HoboTrashCan.com. You're listening to Hobo Radio, the voice of HoboTrashCan.com, with your host, the man that puts out the trash, Joel Murphy, and introducing Lars, the man that puts the hoe in the hobo. Hello again, I am Joel Murphy, this is Hobo Radio, and as promised today, I am finally bringing you audio highlights from our interview with Laura Haring from Mulholland Drive and Gossip Girl. Uh, So I hope you enjoy it, and Lars and I will be back very soon with an all-new podcast. Until then, enjoy. You were born in in Mexico, uh, and you grew up there for your first 10 years, and then you uh, relocated to to Texas. And I was just curious, what was that like, that that upbringing for you? And do you think that that ended up having an influence on you? You know, like, how how did that influence you growing up and and your decision to become an actress, like, moving around and... and Moving around, yeah. Um, I think traveling around and uh, getting to see different cultures. I mean, after Texas, I went to Asia. No, I'm sorry, I went to Europe, and I I studied in school in Switzerland. And then after that, I went to India and became a social worker. And, you know, traveling around Asia, backpacking, and around Europe, it does something to your your idea of the world. It expands your, you know, your view of um, people and cultures and it's the best education uh, to travel. I think because of that, I'm able to play such a diverse, um, you know, amount of characters, a diversity of, of people, cultures, and characters. Um, at least more than half of the characters I play are mysterious um, characters from different countries. Uh, and when exactly did you decide to get into acting? Like, what made you make that decision? Actually, it was, um, they, ah, the producers on a NBC four-hour special called uh, The Alamo saw me when I was Miss USA, and they called the Miss USA people to bring me in for an audition, and I came in, and I was very confident, because I'd spent, you know, all the years as Miss Texas and as Miss USA traveling around, uh, answering questions, speaking in public you know, TV shows, all that. And I went in very poised, and um, I was, you know, the character that they wanted opposite Raul Julia, who was his young wife. And so um, 
they uh, hired me. I was, I took it, you know, it was like I, it was a no-brainer, but I, it, I, I wasn't passionate about it yet. And it wasn't until I saw Raul Julia in a scene where he was planning an attack because he was the president <clears throat> Santana, and his voice was so resonant. And he was breathing while they did his makeup. He was so focused on the role. And when the camera, they, they yelled action, and he started speaking, it was just music to the ears, you know? It was so belted out like a bird singing, and resonant and just powerful. And I got goosebumps, and there was such quiet on set and such respect for him. And I mean, he just created an ambiance of magic. And I, I remember uh, being really impacted by that, and and seeing how he transformed into this world uh, just pulled me in. I'm like, this is what I want to do. That was it. I made that decision that day. That that is an awesome story. Like that, that, I could totally see that with Raul and Julia too. Just the presence he had on screen. So that's that's really Isn't it amazing how some people manage to have that uh, charisma and that power. That's one thing I really enjoyed about um, working with Ed Westwick is that he has a very mysterious, aloof quality that is from the old days. Is from James Dean days that we. Young actors don't have very much anymore. I loved witnessing that. I thought that was so magnificent. Uh, I, I, I can I can actually see that with him too, and, and I definitely do uh, want to ask you about Gossip Girl. I know I don't have much time with you, but I, I just real quick I, I do at least. Go ahead, no, I just ask you whatever you want. Uh, well, I, I gotta ask you about Mahalan Drive, uh, yeah. obviously, because <laughs> I I'm sure this is the eight billion time that Mahalan Drive's been brought up. But it, I mean, it is you know I, people say that that was the breakthrough role for you, and uh, I mean it was a David Lynch film, and uh, it, it's I would imagine what you probably get recognized. Uh, from the most, uh, so just yes. what, you know, what was it like uh, being a part of that film? And that was originally uh, meant to be a TV pilot too, right? The- yeah, it was originally meant to be a, a TV pilot that would unravel the mystery of who this character is, my character uh, Rita. And um, it was so funny because that was a one of those miraculous recoveries. I mean, that film, that TV, had been rejected by ABC. David kept saying it's dead in the water and I kept having feelings and dreams and all this strange, you know, kind of like premonitions that it was going to I said, it's not God, I just have this feeling, David and um, you know, sure enough Canal Plus came in an old friend of David's and, and said, I want to see it and David said, no, it's not finished You know, he, he didn't want to show it and he was like, I want to see it so he saw the TV, TV version and Pierre Edelman was his name. He fell in love with it. And he said, here, we're going to give you, I don't know how many more million to finish it. And David wrote another 18 pages. And then he recut it. And he let Naomi and I read it together. But we, we couldn't leave the script. Um, we couldn't leave with the script. He, he made us read it right then and there. And we were both in awe. We had no idea <laughs> what it meant. <laughs> and we worked on the... Um, on the movie, you know, knowing full well that he had a vision and a a plan, but we weren't exactly sure how it was all going to unfold, you know, because he had it in his head. And um, that's the mystery that uh, I love about working in television also, is that you just don't know how the storyline is going to end up, because they can tell you it's going in one direction, and they have a meeting, and they change it to a complete other direction. So you have to be very flexible and adaptable, you know? 
and be in trust. You always have to be in trust that they're, they know what they're doing. And on Gossip Girl, I really felt that they did. I felt like they wrote my character really well. And, you know, they, they kept the mystery. They really did. You, you don't, nobody knew on set what was going to happen. Um, everybody was asking me. And um, tonight, people will know. Uh, and uh, do you, do you find that the, with Gossip Girl is it like because uh, I'd imagine with Mahalan Drive you're probably getting a lot of people coming up and asking you you know what it all means and, and yeah, uh, yeah. Do, you, do you get people just on the street uh, constantly trying to to pry you for information or, or <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know what when you work on television sometimes um, the fans are are very um, adoring and so if they don't like what your character's doing or whatever I remember working on Sunset Beach. They shook my shoulders and they were like, why don't you do something about that? Like, because I was such a good girl on, on Sunset Beach. They were upset that I wasn't, you know, standing up for myself. Um, on Gossip Girl, you know, people have come up to me and just told me that they really are enjoying watching me, that they love my character and that they think it, there's great chemistry between um, Chuck and, and, and I, you know, as, as potential family members. Um, so they do talk to me, but they don't, they're not, uh, like shaking my shoulders or you know what I mean like like they were on that other show <laughs> <laughs> and, and what was it, it doesn't mean that they're not adoring fans I, there's so many adoring fans on Gossip Girl I find that um, it, it's got the same kind of intensity of loyalty that David Lynch fans have for, for David Lynch it's that just that un, just that love you know that bearing all love and adoration of the show and what was it like uh, coming into this show, uh, you know, being, you know, the show had sort of already been established and, and it's sort of a younger cast. Like, like, what was it like just coming in there, you know, in the middle of it or whatever? Was it pretty welcoming on set right away? Did you feel? Very welcoming. Yeah, it was very welcoming. Um, the first night was actually, um, you know, breaking up the ice was, was a little difficult because um, they were running late. And I think it was the last day of the last, you know, the episode. And they were just running late. It was a new director, and we had the grave, um, the graveyard scene. And they brought me in like at 5 in the afternoon. And I didn't start working until 5 a.m. So it was 12 hours, you know, uh, in a graveyard. And um, So I, I did t talk a bit to Ed, and he was so nice. And then, um, <clears throat> you know, we did the scene. And it was just good. From the very beginning, there was just a... A familial kind of energy to it, you know. Um, when I actually start working on set and more in in the city, you know, with Layton and whatever, they never made me feel like I was older. I, I definitely got taken in as if I was part of the gang, you know, like a gossip girl, not a gossip woman, you know. And that was kind of nice. I really enjoyed that because that's how I am in my life, you know. My friends are every age range, and I feel like. Um, Age is really irrelevant, you know, it's how old your spirit is, your soul is, you know, and um, and they just never, I never felt like I was an outsider or, or that I was an adult, quote, quote. I always felt like I was part of, uh, part of the crew, you know. I was very happy about that because it makes such a difference to your experience of, of filming. Oh. On TV when they're established and they're a family and you come in and you're like the outsider, that was never the case in Gossip Girl. That's why I think they're so successful. That chemistry that you see on screen is uh, definitely what I felt off screen. 
well, I, I know I'm about to run out of time with you here, but um, I just wanted to, last question for you, just ask you, um, do you think uh, fans will be satisfied uh, with the big reveal? Do you, do you think everything that they wanted to see, that they'll actually, you know, the fans will walk away with? <laughs> <laughs> you are so funny. Um, yeah, I do. I think that people will be very, very happy. I th- I was very happy with how, how it was written, and... Um, um, it's it's excellent writing. That's all I have to say. They really did a great job with the the arc and the character and 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 portraying this this story. You know, um, definitely have to watch tonight because tonight is a big night. <laughs> all right. Well, good. <laughs> Thank you so much for doing this. I have a million more questions that I would love to ask you, but like oh, I said, oh come I on, just give me one more. Uh, well, uh, what, what's next for you? What, what's, where can we see you after uh, after this? After this, um, well, I'm actually writing something in Spanish. I I speak Spanish fluently, and I was um, I went to Argentina to work on something. Argentina has amazing film. Uh, they're amazing filmmakers. They they have some of the most amazing dark films, and um, and I'm doing an abstract film. I have ten more scenes to finish it. And then I'm, I'm heading to Argentina and Brazil to uh, start uh, producing this, this movie, which I will actually star in also. And um, then I'm working with the David Lynch Foundation as a Goodwill Ambassador. So I'm meeting with David, and the rumor is that he's writing something. Ooh. So we don't know what the future holds. I see another movie in David's future, that's for sure. And that you might be a part of, or are you just hoping? <laughs> <laughs> I can say no more. All right. <laughs> Thank you very much. Well, cool. Thank you, Joel. All right. Take care. Good talking to you. You too. Good, good luck with your 8 million more interviews. <laughs> Thanks, Joel. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye.